You You are are now now listening listening to The The Black Black Spark, Spark, a podcast about actively balancing healthy relationships, mindful parenting, and mental and physical wellness in this this crazy crazy world. world. I guarantee that I will spark the the, the brain that will change the world. And that's our job, is to spark somebody else watching us. Welcome to The Black Spark. Welcome to The Black Spark. Yeah, yeah. We at it again. (laughs) Episode four, I am gassed. Thank you guys so much, whoever has been watching and those who are plant watching, watching and listening. Yeah, some people have been watching. <laughs> and whoever has been listening. Yeah. We truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Lots of feedback, positive feedback. We really, really appreciate it. Funny I did, feedback. I don't actually um, recognize the chemistry that you all recognize yeah, between us. What are they talking about? <laughs> so it's it's refreshing and great to hear that you all think that we work well together i i hear that's how things are supposed to go so (laughs) this guy one of our listeners is talking about the chemistry and whatnot we'll keep the listener right here oh my guy air fives yeah all right so how was your week since launching the podcast Oh, yeah. Since launching the podcast, it's been awesome. My week has been amazing. I, I got like a, a lot of pep in my step now because I'm proud of myself. Done did a little something with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Three episodes. Ooh, I can die now. <laughs> no, nah, it just feels really good because we're sharing our lives and um, we have so much of we have so much so much that's about to come out of this. So I just feel good. You know, walking around telling people, yeah, I got a podcast. <laughs> like, I'm shit. Like, I'm this shit. So, it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you have found your life's purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was way before, honey. Aww, that was way before. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been since launching the podcast? It has been good, but also stressful. Just a lot of work in the editing and editing mm. and the, the editing oh so. <laughs> yeah because he actually edited this time yes it takes much longer than i would ever have imagined yes no joke. the amount of teeth sucking and and nose blowing and uh-huh. table tapping and throat clearing and mm-hmm. sews that mm-hmm. i have to delete mm-hmm. it's amazing thank god for editing that's yeah. all i have to say thank, thank god, god for, for editing. editing yeah uh but it's been good it's been good i've been excited about it i've been like I've been watching um, my social media to see if people, all my friends, hello friends, like my stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's been fun. It's been fun managing a third Instagram account. I have my personal Instagram oh, yeah, account. I, I have my professional Instagram account. And now I have the podcast Instagram account. So, yes. um, yeah, but it's it's been good. Stressful, but good. I'm excited. Nice. Awesome. You know what's funny? watching that third instagram account like i'm not responsible for some of the communication that goes out so it'd be like you got a message i'm like well i didn't send a message what are you talking about oh nia that's right it's our first shared account yeah 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 (laughs) other than the bank account which i just put money in and i don't bother looking at it again (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty sad but thank you thank you appreciate you you. uh you know keeping the household together (laughs) You know, a sister's been down on her luck a little bit. No, no, you've been holding it up and down. Yeah, all no, of us. I mean, when when you're in a marriage, sometimes one person has to have the benefits and the good steady job, and the other person can be the entrepreneur. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the way it has to be until the entrepreneur actually starts 
making more money than the business worker and then maybe i'll roll switch but in the beginning hey. it's like yeah I'm we gonna... all have our roles to play yes tambourine you have, you have birthed our riches <laughs> and we Chris are Rock's... tending the soil yeah play your role I Chris Rock's tambourine he said you know you got you some people are the drummer mm-hmm. some people are the sax and some people are the tambourine player if you the tambourine player listen play that shit you better play that damn tambourine play that damn tambourine okay, okay? <laughs> I appreciate your tambourine playing. It's it's what makes the symphony. I'm the drummer. Okay. Okay. I'm setting the rhythm here. Well, actually, if you want to be the sexiest, it would be the sax because of the lips, chow. Because of the lips, chow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Let's get back on track here. Yes. She's bugging out. Let's talk about them damn kids. All right. For them damn kids this week, I have my son has been farting and burping <laughs> like he's got all kinds of Crohn's disease and oh. IBS and, and be gastrointestinal parasitic invasion. He's just killing me. His burps smell like funky raw pork bacon egg mixture. <laughs> and he don't be getting no pork no. or bacon. And his farts are just stale. Okay? Yeah, they come into your nose and they just sit there. It's nasty. So, in the car, when he has to fart, it it used to just be when he has to fart. But now his burps are smelling like just spoiled eggs. So, now he goes, I have to burp. And we all open the windows. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I have to fart. And we all open the windows. So... He farts, and we're like, okay, open the windows. Two minutes later, he's farting again. We open the window. Two minutes later, he's, he's farting, farting again. again. And we're like, Bruh, what's up you with need the fart? And he goes, I, need, I really need to go home to poop. So Adai said, said, clench your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, my butt is clenched. <laughs> and then, and then Sanai goes, well, I really got to pee. And my vagina feels awful. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, damn, kids. I don't know what. Anyway, so we had to rush off the highway to the nearest Trader Joe's. Actually, yes. That is what happened. Yeah. Couldn't even get to our favorite Trader Joe's down the street. We had to go to the other Trader Joe's where we don't know where everything is. No, we do not. It was difficult trying to find stuff. You know what's interesting? All the Trader Joe's move their stuff around. So the fact that we don't know the aisles and the structure of that Trader Joe's makes it worse. Yeah. Somebody, if one of you listeners out there, if anybody has an inside scoop on why Trader Joe's keeps moving their stuff around, help me out. It's time for Ask Adai, where we read and answer a question from you, our listener family. Send your questions to itstheblackspark at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at theblacksparkpodcast. This week, we have two questions coming from Crystal over at the Ambivert Podcast. Go check her and her friend Candace out at the Ambivert Podcast, A-M-B-I-V-E-R-T on Instagram. The first question is, is there a second honeymoon phase after you get married? Nah, it is entirely (laughs) impossible. 
to have a second honeymoon phase after you get married. The honeymoon phase is that blissful ignorance at the beginning, once you get the butterflies, you're waiting for texts, you're getting all excited about, oh, come through, oh, I want to cuddle with you, oh, I miss you, I just want to hear your voice on the phone, oh, I'm not saying nothing, I just want to hear you breathe. Like, <laughs> I, I got to be in your space, remember that? I just want to be in your space. Is and I was like, the, Yo, Is that the voice that you sound like when we're trying to be cuddly? Because that... Nah, do I sound like that when we're cuddly? No, please. Okay, so why would you ask that question? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't give the people that impression. He don't, he don't sound that goofy when we're cuddling. I don't be talking much when we cuddling. No. Okay, stop. Look here. No, it's entirely impossible to have a second honeymoon post because what happens later on is a deepening of the love. It's an expansion of the love. It, never again will it come. Will you have whatever extent of ignorance you have about that person? Never again will you have that um baseline um threshold and so it just increases from there and so yeah you can have a deepening you can have a broadening you can have a renewal even you know the renewal of vows and things of that nature but it's not going to be the same and so by definition nah shari well i don't even think you have a honeymoon phase after you get married anymore i think the honeymoon phase that people used to have after they got married is now just the phase of the puppy love love being in the beginning of the relationship Mm. say more yeah because nowadays people are spending an extended amount of time dating and getting to know each other and that beginning of exclusively dating this person and saying i'm going to commit myself to this person and see where it goes that's what would typically be the honeymoon phase of a mm-hmm, marriage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that's when you're that's when you're waiting for the text messages and you want to be in their space mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all that stuff and then you spend however a year or two five years whatever it is before you get married and then you get married you already know the person mm-hmm, you should mm-hmm. already know the yeah, person yeah, yeah. enough to where when they send you a text it's not like oh i was waiting for him to send me a text or you yeah know. yeah yeah you lose that that blissful ignorance is gone i mean most people like by getting the, to know people is gone yeah most people nowadays by the time you get married or even by the time you get engaged you're living together you probably have shared bank accounts you i mean you you have much more time with this person nowadays before getting married than we did before. Well, if you think about the origin, I think my understanding of the origin of that term is from back in the days when, you know, you weren't really sanctioned to be dating like we do today. Like, you held hands, and you was like, oh, shit, she held my hand. I got to see a boob. That was first base, second base, third base, home run type shit. Like, that was black and white movies when, like, you couldn't wear a skirt beyond a kneecap. Like, that's a very different world. So the terminology doesn't even match um, today's world. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think there's a second honeymoon phase. I agree with the die. I think there is a deepening of the love, a broadening. Sometimes um, you'll find new ways to connect to one another. I don't know. You might both take up painting or something or a podcast. (laughs) See what she did there. Bring it closer together. But it's not, I'm not, it's not butterflies in my stomach. Nah. Because we're talking to you all. That's just on date night though. I wonder, it's not a phase, though. Like, when we go out on dates, I get, I get excited. Oh, that's so sweet. Hey, you get excited, too, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't tell if that excitement is for seeing you or for not having to be with the children. 
can't really tell which is more. See, exciting. this is what I'm talking about. Everything else, there's no more. If there's no more blissful ignorance, it's so mishposhed. It's so mixed together now. You ain't got the same situation no more. Yeah, it's you a can't totally... define it as the honeymoon phase. Yeah. There's all these layers on top of it. Sorry. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really good question. Second question from Crystal and Candace at the Amberwork Podcast. Um, what's the question? question is there was? a difference between being in a long-term relationship and being married? And if so, what does that transition look like? Mm-hmm. Go for it. It's your ask it. I'm asking you. I just you, ask myself. You ask yourself. I ask myself. I like this question. <laughs> um, so I think there can be a difference in a long-term relationship versus being married, um, partly because of the way people are. You know, people put these... these um, create these boxes around what it is to be married create people create these boxes what it is to be not married and so some people are unwilling to give themselves to the relationship fully if they ain't no ring on it and um Nia and I are not like that uh, but many people are and so yes it can be different because some dudes are like yo we're not married I can go to strip club I like a strip club but like they're going to do other things they're not just going to enjoy the athletes on the pole Right. Yes, a die, a die calls strippers athletes. Yo, they are athletes. And in Atlanta, they Ooh. are athletes. How here you in LA, crap on the ceiling. Listen, here in LA, they are not athletes. Like no. going to a strip no. club out here, you're wasting your money. All you're gonna see is some boobs. It's just a waste. It's just a waste. I can see my own boobs. I don't need. Yeah. Don't need boobs. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Magic City. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Crazy Girls over here is dope, but don't buy the wings. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back. any food in any strip club tangent tangent yeah so um back on track what was i saying <laughs> wow, i got titties on the brain <laughs> it's not working <laughs> you were saying that people some people don't give themselves fully to a relationship until they get married and yeah. i'm about to cut you Go off ahead. and say that i think that is some bullshit mm. i think that doesn't make any sense what is the point of being in a relationship if you're not going to give 100% of yourself to that relationship. There is no. And how am I to trust that you're going to change and be different once we get married if you haven't practiced mm-hmm. whatever skills mm-hmm. are needed? There's so no if, if you, you say, know I have the capacity. I haven't exercised it. Right. So if you say, when I get married, I'm going to spend less time with my friends. I'm going to be more responsible with my money and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, it's household income instead of just my income. I'm going to take care of my wife, but I don't really need to take care of you because you're not my wife. Or I'm yeah. going to cook for my husband, but I don't need to cook for you because you're just my boyfriend. Yep. Like. How is he Why supposed would you do that? to? Yeah, how is he supposed to know that you can cook? That he likes what you cook? That it turns him on that you cook? Like, how is he yeah. supposed to know anything like that part about you? Yeah. If you don't share that beforehand, yeah, so I work. think I, I, you can't even trust a person. This exact situation happened with my parents. My mom assumed that when she and my father got married, that he would completely change. Mm -hmm. He would stop smoking so much weed. Mm -hmm. He would stop hanging out with his friends all Mm -hmm. the time. He would stop getting into debt and being selfish with his money and expecting her to pick up the bill. He was a real call Tyrone kind of guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm getting tired of your shit. You don't Mm -hmm. never buy me nothing. That kind of thing. Nothing. (laughs) So it's like, why would you expect 
anything different than what this person has shown you this entire time. You fell in love with this person showing you this, and then you marrying them, expecting them to show you a whole other thing. It Mm -hmm. doesn't make any sense. So I don't don't think there should be a transition. Who you are in a long-term relationship should be the same exact person that you are in a marriage, in my opinion. So I don't, I don't see the difference and I don't think there's a transition, but that's just me. Yeah. Now, so now moving into the transition phase of my answer, I think sometimes there can be a transition because in your long-term relationship, you may or may not have been living together and living together is qualitatively a very different experience from dating someone. I don't care how long you've been together. You might put your toilet roll a certain way and I don't like. You might have your toothbrush not in, in a case, and some people don't like that. You might have all kinds of stuff, like leaving your dirty drawers around. You might, you might be okay with showering with ring in the tub. You might be okay with showering with ring in the tub. <laughs> yeah. And so there are many different nuances to actually living with another human being that um, you can't hide from once you live together. And hopefully you're living together once you're married. You know? If you if you global like that, you globe trotting, whatever, cool. But uh, for most of us, we live together once we get married, and life can change, and we are going to interact in different ways. And um, I might not like your head wrap, you know what I mean? And so I'm expecting to see you in makeup and all that jazz. And next thing I know, you woke up like this, and I'm like, who that? <laughs> so it's entirely possible. Um, but for the most part, again, what Nia is saying, if you are fully authentic and giving yourself to this relationship, it's not just the dating phase. If you're already in a long-term relationship, you should be giving yourself to this relationship on both ends. And so there should be very little surprises once you do get married. Yes, but there will always be surprises when you move in with someone. That's what Adai is saying. That's just that's, is that's what it just is, is like, what regardless. It is, for sure. The other phase is it's not just about what we're doing, but it's about what our families are doing. If we give a damn about our families and if we bring our spring our significant others around our families, we may get differentiating access to their hearts because depending on how they feel about you, um, you know, living in sin or not being married and in this relationship, they're going to treat your partner differently and you will, as a couple, have to navigate that. And so, yeah, there are other people involved in your relationship which are going to impact how your relationship develops. Mm -hmm. And so that's inevitable. You can't control other people. That's just the way it is. Yeah, but between you two, it should be the same relationship. Yep. Boom. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question now. Oh, great. I love it. (laughs) You're not a listener. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm not a listener. You're not a listener. No, I'm not a listener. You don't be listening. I get this a lot, or at least I used to get this. Oh, okay. What annoys you the most about your partner? Oh. Boom. Say some shit. (laughs) (laughs) You don't make me talk too loud in the mic, yo. (laughs) What annoys me the most about my partner? You're not right. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things. I'm trying to figure out what's the most... It's fun. It's it, it. It could be again the double-edged sword, that Sagittarius brain of yours, and how you getting super passionate and excited about all these crazy, awesome ideas, and then like, you'd be like, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm like, yo, how much money we just spent on that? <laughs> the fuck? Um, and it's not always money. It's just like you get excited and passionate about something, and then you like, do it for a little bit, and you you don't even wait till you plateau. You just be like, eh, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm like, yo, I shifted my work schedule for you. Eh, I don't want to do that anymore. 
You're trying to say I'm inconsistent? I'm wholly huh? inconsistent it's in my being? It's probably the most... Well, people... Here it is. So, the things that annoy us the most about other people are the reflections of ourselves that we see in them. Oh, look at you being... Oh, it's true. Look <laughs> at you being philosophical. Nah, so my inconsistency is one of the things that like, my little identity has held on to. Like, if, it, if anything, I've been inconsistent. And so... Um, Probably when I see that in you, it's frustrating because I'm like, yo, that's my other half. Clearly, she's being inconsistent. I'm like, God damn it, why can't you get it together? And then I hear my own voice in my head. You know, they say when you judge somebody else, it's really you judging yourself and refusing to accept them for, for who they are. So, yeah, when I see you do that, I'm like, yo, there's so much potential. And then she's just like, eh, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm like, no. That's because I am an intuitive and I'm able to see the future. And so I don't waste my time on things that I know aren't going to pan out. And on the other side, you're like, you should have intuited that shit from before you started it. So that's boring, lame excuse. Anyway, I feel like you're lying. You're, mm-hmm. What you are annoyed about most about me is popping your pimples. I get this a lot. Or at least I used you hate that. No. Yeah, you hate me picking at your stuff. You said annoyed, not hate. <laughs> Gotta be clear. <laughs> I can't stand that shit. Get off my face, yo. I can't what are you have doing? You out here no, no. You can't just. You should provide a warning. No, I mean. No, you just. You just gotta... First, so I'm thinking. Remember, we had this conversation years ago, turning to an argument? I'm thinking you caressing my face. You hear rubbing for bumps. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's intimate right now. And then you, like, squeeze something. I'm like, oh, she's doing it a little harder. That's cool. And then you squeeze really hard and try to pop it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with my face, yo? <laughs> what just happened? I was having a nice intimate moment, getting a little bit excited. <laughs> and now you all squeezing shit and my face is exploding? What is your problem? <laughs> no warning. That's not cool, yo. See? Yeah. See? That's really what it is. <laughs> just say that. You don't do it often enough for me to put that on the list. <laughs> <laughs> and then we already had this conversation a long time ago. You don't do that much anymore. I beg to differ. Whatever, okay. yo. So we're gonna do this every time. You are gonna ask a question and then answer. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Next. That's the, that's the question. <laughs> that's the ask it. I know. You're funny <laughs> and rude. All right. Is it time for Nia's need to know? No, it's time huh? for the Black Spark speaks. Unless you want me to answer what what annoys me about you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I do what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche. No, tell me. So, since you want me to know, I what you I didn't say that. Um, find most annoying <laughs> about me. Go ahead. I'm here. What annoys me the most about a die? I don't know about the most, but one of the annoying things is the shit you just did tonight. Where I tell you to go to the store and get a particular thing. Shit that we be getting on a regular basis. Like today, I asked for fresh broccoli. Mm-hmm. A die comes back with a very small container of baby broccoli. Now, we ain't never in the... Is in- it baby broccoli? Yes. In I the thought in- said organic broccoli. Organic, organic baby, baby broccoli? broccoli? I didn't even peep that. Never in the entire time that we have been together... Lies. Ever bought baby broccoli. Lies. Not true. I feel you on the on the on the one time air quotes how many, error how many, how many that was time, made tonight. How many times have we ever bought but, baby broccoli? It's just not even a thing that we do. And he goes to the true. store. 
just not true. How is that not true? When do we buy baby broccoli? When I buy baby broccoli. We don't never buy baby broccoli. Okay, you don't buy baby broccoli. When do you buy baby I've broccoli? I've bought baby broccoli before, huh? And what, you ate it without us? Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, that happened. Yo, so, one, I didn't see it was baby broccoli. Two, it tasted great. Of course it so, tasted great. That's not the, that's so, not the pet peeve. The pet peeve is, if I say go to the store and get string cheese, I want you to get the same string cheese that we get every single time. But you ain't say that. You just say go get broccoli. Fresh broccoli. There's, there's a few different options for fresh broccoli. You know no, no, how no. I work. You know now how I'm I suppo- work. Now I'm supposed to. You know how it works. <laughs> or you could just get what we always get. I don't like it when we always get. And that's why. You know how I work. No. Yeah. Unacceptable. I'm an adventurer. I don't get the same shit all the time. Yeah, and that's why we each had about one and a half pieces of broccoli. I had like three. (laughs) I left you about three or four. Uh, We all had about one and a half pieces of little baby broccoli because it wasn't enough for five people. You liked it though, right? It's not about like. You liked it though, right? It's not about like. (laughs) It's about consistency. You hungry? It's time for the Black Spot. (laughs) Welcome to the Black Spot. Oh, shit. That's simple science. Knowledge, life hacks, and shit. This week, Black Spark Speaks is about momentum. Build it and maintain it. MLK celebration was last week, and um, it resonated for me this time around in a different way because I've picked up on my uh, life coaching business and leveled up my commitment to my life. And so, um, I hit y'all with a quote right quick, and then break it down for you in terms of what it means for me. He said. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. For me, that was very much about every time you decide to step your game up in life, a new demon is going to show up to try to test you. And you have to keep moving forward. Demons, huh? Yeah, demons, yo. They both internal and external. And they're going to show up in your life because... The very fact that you choose to accomplish a certain thing, the very fact that you choose to triumph over a certain thing, ontologically creates that thing for which you need to triumph over. And so it's going to happen. It's a game. When you play the game of winning, it automatically creates the opportunity to lose. And so you got to be prepared for that. Therefore, all you got to do is maintain your momentum. I'm going to just call them obstacles. Hurdles. Hurdles. I mean, I don't, I don't, obstacles. I don't just be having demons around. I got maybe a couple obstacles and maybe like one or two haters. That's the, that's as bad as it gets. I don't just be having demons. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying. over there. That's Ophi Yuka speaking, and over here, Sagittarius. It's thank Black you. Spark speaking. Okay, listen, <laughs> ain't no demons right up in here. All right. That's what I'm saying. Got a couple hurdles. Got a couple of hurdles. Gotta get my, gotta get my ups together, but okay. Oh, yeah, get up. <laughs> all right, that's all for me. We can elaborate more another time. <laughs> all right, so tell them what they need to know. It's Nia's need to know. You want it. It's, it's, it's Nia's need to know. Ratchet random. It's Nia's need to know. It's Nia's need to know. Yes, it's my turn. I don't know who needs to hear this. As you can see by 
The ask a die what annoys us most about each other. My knees need to know is he ain't gonna change. I don't know who needs to hear this. <laughs> he ain't gonna change. Oh, I love it. Okay. The same shit you argue about in the beginning of your relationship mm-hmm. is the same shit you argue about for the entire duration of yes, your relationship. Just embrace it. So just yes. choose a relationship within which you can deal with those arguments. Like Simple. Can, yeah. It's super simple. Yeah. Can you deal with this yeah. argument all the time? Yeah, it's And fine. even when it's unrelated... Then and then somebody was like, and that's why I told you to get broccoli. And you didn't get the right broccoli. Okay. So. Yo. No, this is true. Please Just continue. Like he ain't gonna change. Mm-hmm. She ain't gonna she ain't change. Gonna change neither. Like, and I and I honestly don't mean this to no to to imply that people do not change because yes, people can change. But people change on their own time. Mm. And you ain't got time to be hoping and thinking and dreaming and waiting for Mm -hmm. somebody to change. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just expect that who and what this person is right now is who and what this person will be. And if you can deal with that, Mm -hmm. then move forward. If you cannot, then don't. Because he ain't going to change. And I'm always going to be surprised by what is in the grocery bag. Yeah. Random stuff he's showing us. Random shit. Go to the store and buy some bread. You'll be all right. He come back with corn tortillas or some shit. No, it ain't that far. He ain't gonna change. So, <laughs> just <laughs> y'all need to know that. Yeah, y'all need to know that. <laughs> I like that. And actually, that ties into the send off. All right. I saw on the interwebs mm. that Sierra and Russell Wilson are having another baby. Oh, good for them. Yeah. So, it got me to thinking. Now, she used to be with Future. Mm-hmm. And other than I don't know what the fuck he be talking about when he say he rapping, I know he's a rapper. <laughs> like, that's all I really know about him. <laughs> he's a rapper that I don't understand. Okay. I also know he has like 50 kids by 50 other women. No. And How many kids he got? Listen, I don't have time to be looking it up. Mm. That takes like picking up my phone and going to Google. Yes. But, Quite arduous. Yes. But she broke up with him and she got with Russell Wilson. Now, Future is cute. Future is flashy. He makes a lot of money from what I understand saying nothing. But. <laughs> wow. Russell Wilson, what people are saying, what people have said about him is he's like the cornball. He looked like a cornball. Like, he's not really that cute. He looks like the he's awkward, a nice guy. Yeah. He looks like the awkward, nice guy who can play football. Like, he, yeah. you know. And so she got with him, and now, like, she's living her best life. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And good for her. He ain't going to change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. hmm So, I got to thinking. I feel like there's an inverse relationship with beauty and, like, character and ability to maintain relationships. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be so sweeping about it, but... Of course not. I know that there's science behind it. Oh, look at you. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's things like, I mean, the burden of beauty in terms of the way people respond to you. And there are studies, qualitative studies, about people having not had to develop the social and empathetic skill sets to navigate the world conscientiously 
when they could use their looks to get things from other people. And so those people don't end up with necessarily the best skills. I mean, I know like one beautiful couple in real life. Stop. You talking about, well, I don't want to say their names right now. I'm about to say their names. Shout out to Javon and Rebecca. Yes. Broop, 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 the broop, most beautiful couple gorgeous. I've ever seen. I'd be like, damn, look away. <laughs> they are both gorgeous. Joy for me. <laughs> they are. Shout out to them. And they have an amazing relationship. Beautiful. And they yes. have love. Lots of Eat, wonderful pray, character lift. and 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 empathy and mm, beauty mm. And, and intellect and intellect and morality they're, beauty, they're beauty. amazing it's but amazing. it's so rare for me to see it maybe my, i mean clearly i don't have a large circle i mean i just have regular people in my circle who have amazing relationships and they look regular and they clean up well like if i see you on the street or dropping off your kids i'm like okay she look regular if we go out somewhere, oh look at you! Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Here's the thing now. Here's the thing now. What you're going to get on the TV is just sensational stuff. I'm oh, sure there's course. plenty of wonderful relationships with beautiful of people. Of course. So let's. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm making generalizations, but okay. I, I realize okay. that yes, that is the case. So my cousin Trendy Nerd Twenty Three on Instagram, go check him out. He says a lot of us are single because we won't let go of our quote unquote type. Yeah, right there. I also think a lot of us are in relationships that we don't need to be in because we won't let go of our quote unquote type. Like Sierra could have still been stuck in this relationship with Future if she felt like the he was her quote unquote type. Lucky for her, she got out of that relationship and maybe dated someone who is not quote-unquote her type and end up being the person that she needs to be with Mm -hmm. so sometimes you have to definitely let that go Mm -hmm. look outside if you think that you're supposed to be with somebody who's six three your your person could be five two you never know i was watching this youtube um Hmm. personality and she was talking about how she and her husband would have never met because they met on i think e-harmony or something like that and he was outside of her of her height range mm. not because they didn't they weren't compatible mm-hmm. just because they had chose chosen these height ranges nah. <laughs> and they would they just happened to randomly meet on there after expanding the height ranges wow so it's like don't think that your type means that you should stay someplace where you shouldn't stay sometimes you just need to get the regular dude with the good job and the good benefits or a good business and good insurance mm-hmm. and keep it moving and, good he credit. Might, and good credit and he might not be you know the 10 or you know michael b jordan status shout out hey. ah you so crazy hey. so are you saying that he was not the right height for a man <laughs> she was not the right height for a man According to eHarmony, she wasn't. Mm, but yeah, like, you know, I'm not saying lower your standards. I'm saying expand mm-hmm. your pool. Mm-hmm. People have a type that they're looking for. Of course. And a lot of times, much of that type is the physical, like the future versus Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, because of our sociological. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like much of that type is physical. And it makes you stay in situations where you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And it also makes you not get in situations where you... Where you probably prob- could thrive. Yeah, where you probably yeah. could thrive. So, 
yeah, let's let's expand our pools and look outside of what you think your quote unquote type is in terms of the physical stuff mm-hmm. and and expand your type to include is the person funny? Is the person smart? Is the person clean? Do they wash all the way down to their legs and feet in the shower? Or oh, do they just gross. stop halfway? <laughs> do we need to freaking prescribe that now too? <laughs> you know, oh. do they have the same beliefs as you? Do they have the same family values as you do? Whatever it is. But if you block yourself off from a person because your type is a certain look, you're never going to get to see or find out about those other characteristics. Yeah. So please yeah. let us let us be open to the Russell Wilsons of the world. You know, right? Why you keep dogging him? <laughs> Happy for you, CC. Yeah. You funny. Right. Spark it up. Spark it up, yeah. Thanks for checking us out. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Black Spark Podcast. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review wherever you're listening.